from the director of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Adam and Barbara are... Ghosts. What's the good of being a ghost if you can't frighten people away? Their house is being haunted by the living. Maybe the house could use a little remodeling. And they can't scare them into leaving. They're dead. It's a little late to be neurotic. So they're calling on Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice! Who's no ordinary ghost. Yeah! You don't want his help. Can you be scary? What do you think of this? Now, the party's over. You want somebody out of the house? I want to get somebody out of your house. <laughs> but the fun has just begun. It's showtime. Learn to throw your voice, boy, your friends, fun and party. Not bad. This is amazing. You want a cigarette? Oh, no, thank you. Oh, yeah, here I come, baby. He's guaranteed to put some life... Attention, King Workshoppers. ...in your afterlife. Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice. I'm the ghost with the most, babe. On the Mesa, they're the real cowboys looking out for law and order and living by the code of the West. <laughs> Wait, now what? Well, what? What was the premises of this one? The cowboys of Moo Mesa. They were cowboys, <laughs> right? but they were also cows. Live <laughs> <laughs> six foot, seven foot, eight foot. And podcast. Podcast is podcast. the reason for the season. We still have to. <laughs> we, had, we just need to do a permanent theme song that's just uh, a ripoff of the 321 context. Yeah. 321 podcast is mm-hmm. the reason, mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. answer <laughs> for everything happening. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> People, only people that listen to this podcast to actually ruin their childhood will know what that song is. It's true. That is a deep cut for uh, adults who were children in the 80s. Yeah. PBS viewers. Or did you watch that in school? In school, they'd roll the TV in and we'd all lose our minds because 321 Contact was on. I watched it on TV because I didn't have cable. We never, I don't think we ever watched it in TV. I don't know. In school? Yeah. In TV. In TV land? Oh, God. <laughs> it's gonna be uh my brain's kind of mush because i'm sick me too good times sick boy podcast mm-hmm. but it is uh it's october yep and this is let's ruin our childhood yep so that means you got to roll out some some spooky moves spooky moves bust a spooky move and we were gonna watch the thing which I am under the impression that i own <laughs> <laughs> which i know that i do own and I spent about an hour looking for it and couldn't find it. Alex watched it. Yep. And was very impressed. He had never seen it. I, that's one of the movies. I feel like when we I've combine, and one of us, that was like a, one of my main movies, and you've yeah. never seen it, then it's okay. I think we're allowed to do it. Yes. 
There are no rules. There are no rules. Who cares? <laughs> there used to be rules. <laughs> rules went so, out the window long ago. The Wild West. <coughs> <coughs> oh, we need it. We're gonna need a cough button for this. Yeah, no kidding. Podcast. Cough cast. So instead, we did a movie I could find. Yep. Which, as you that know, we've been talking about doing anyway. Yeah, we talked about it very recently. Yes. Because I said it's more. There's more issues with it than I think. Yeah. You think. We did Beetlejuice. 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 1989, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 88? Maybe 88. 88. Because Batman came out in 89. Right, 88. So I would guess. And I this is where I'm like, yeah, I bet people, when Tim Burton was like, yep, yeah, remember that movie I just did with the crazy guy? Uh, he's going to be Batman. Everybody's like, what, what the are fuck are you about? talking about? Yeah, Mr. Mom is going to be Batman? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, but he was a damn good Batman. Well, he's pretty. He was a good Batman. Kind it's of a, still weird that it's still weird when you're like, there he is with no shirt on, and you're like, oh, <laughs> he's five six and one hundred and forty five. Yeah, minutes. yeah. Uh, no, it's just weird to me that Tim Burton ever was the person that was like always going to be the Batman director. Yeah, because I mean, based off the strength of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Which is a weird jump, I guess. Yeah. This movie bridges that gap. Because after Pee Wee's Big Adventure, he uh, was looking at lots of scripts. This was the first one that Tim Burton liked and was like, yeah, I love this. Nice. I I did not know that. And also, I read that the the budget for this, for uh, the effects budget, was a million dollars. So that's why they make everything look cheap in like a B movie, is because they kind of had to be that way. Oh, that's. Like some of the claymation is like like the sandworms. You're like, well, they're they're wiggly teeth. Yeah. Huh. I never thought it looked like a B movie. Well, yeah. I mean, in the the style. Right. But not cheap. Yeah. Yeah. A million dollars. What? That seems so cheap. That seems real cheap. Yeah. Huh. They got Alec Baldwin. He was like at his... His peak young Baldwinness. Mm, he was, he was on his way up, but he was close. He gave up at the peak. He like gave up film acting for a while when they were like, "You can do whatever movie you want." And he did like the Hunt for Red October, right? I think. And then he was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to do this." Mm, no, he did a few more. Remember the Shadow? Oh yeah, we gotta do that one. He, I don't actually remember it at all. I remember he's like psychic, right? Oh boy, I don't even know. <laughs> the shadow knows. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but anyways, uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice, uh, which I do remember seeing in the theater in Story City, the Story City theater. Shout out! Uh, I definitely remember seeing this and just loving this movie, being blown away by it. I love this movie. It's Did uh, so you would have been twelve. Did any of it scare the shit out of you? No. There's a couple because, parts. Uh, only because the style, I was a humongous Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure fan yeah. and the TV show. So this all felt like that. It felt kind of friendly. Yeah. I, I Not scary. Yeah. Although I remember, I mean, there are a few parts where it was like, whoa. But, yeah. but overall, I could handle this. Okay. At age 12, where, whereas other movies, definitely not. Yeah, because we were going through movies <laughs> right. that we could do. 
and Alex yeah, has I I I skipped a large portion of scary movies in the 80s cuz I was not equipped to deal with those and I just never saw them, some of them. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think I've seen really any of the Friday the 13th movies. I think I saw the well, first one a long time ago. No, those they always seem kind of dumb to me anyway. People loved them and I was like I don't really like well, I saw I saw all the um If you start fucking, you're getting killed. Right. I didn't, and I'm not trying to hear that, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> of course not. I watched uh, all, my the, all the Nightmare on Elm probably. Street movies I ended up seeing. Well, those keep getting funnier, too. <laughs> well, that they is. are fun, worse slash funnier. Like, they turn into it's comedies. I feel like we should do one of those. A later one? Like four? Yeah. Dream Warriors. Is that four? Yep. What's the one that, that's like meta? Where it's the five. Yeah. When, when it's like... The actress. The actress and Robert England is in it as right. himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be too much, I think. Freddy mm. vs. Jason was a real movie, right? Yeah. What the hell was that even about? It was not. Everybody had huge hopes for it, and then it was just like, meh. Well, what could it possibly be? Like, what was even I think the- Freddy goes down to hell and brings, oh, and brings Jason back up. Okay. But All then right. they have to fight. I don't. I don't fucking. <laughs> I saw that in the theater. When did that come out? Like two thousand, late nineties. Uh may, maybe two thousand something. Was it been that long? Even is that a twenty-year-old movie at this point? No way. I bet Freddy so. versus Jason. Well, then they rebooted uh, Freddy and Jason. Right. Freddy versus Jason, two thousand three. So okay. it was a while ago. Sixteen years. Damn, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. It's weird getting old, guys. I keep telling you that. I don't know if you believe me. It's weird getting old. Truly, it is. Jackie Earl Haley becomes Freddy. <laughs> Yikes! That's actually very scary. He's he. If it was a better movie, he would have been a real scary Freddy. I'm sure he would have. That guy's scary. Donald, that, the way he, he's got a way of talking about him. That's he's always a creepy mofo. He really is. And he got his comeback playing a pedophile in some Oscar, like Oscar bait movie, where everybody's um, like, "Oh, you forgot about semi pro, semi pro." Oh yeah, he's creepy. Well, he's a weirdo in that, not he's creepy. Yeah. yeah, he's not a pedophile. No, <laughs> he doesn't win ten thousand no. dollars for being a pedophile. <laughs> uh, a different movie altogether. Semi pro, man. That's one of Will. Watch some of Will, F- Will Ferrell's movie. That's an underrated movie. Oh, I, that's I love an always watch. Yeah, that's right <laughs> yeah. up there with. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a. I watch it every time. Even it's like on. the house. Everyone was like, "This is don't bother with the house." The house is good. There was parts of the house that had me laughing so fucking hard I could. It's just like. It's a comedy where like just go with it, okay? Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And some movies like, but it's funny enough where you're like, okay, I will. Yes. The movie has to be funny enough when you're like, okay, this is kind of dumb. <laughs> yes. But just it's gonna be funny. You're like, yeah. okay, and that's one of those movies. That was a really good movie. Yeah. Well, it's a good. It's yeah, it's a really good. It's movie. a funny there. movie. I there wouldn't I say it's a really it. good movie. I would say, but there are parts that are so funny. You're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. There's that's true with the mini comedies. It really is, you know. <laughs> some laughs. Some don't. Some are hit. Some miss. Some hit. You know. Yeah. You know. But with the level of ultra violence in the house, where you don't really see it coming. No. And it's quite hilarious. <laughs> uh, Beetlejuice. 
Beetlejuice. Dun 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 dun. dun Danny Elfman score, beloved score. Oh yes, great. A Danny Elfman score is recognizable instantly, off the bat. Yeah. And this one went down in in history because it's real great. It is. Um. So Beetlejuice begins. Beetlejuice, starring Michael Keaton Michael as Beetlejuice. Keaton. Gina Alec, Davis as Barbara. Alec Baldwin as Adam. Alec Baldwin as himself. It's weird yes, to see young, Barbara. skinny Alec Baldwin. I, he uh, just looks so different. I watched part of this with our friend AJ, who's been on the podcast, and he was like, I started watching this. He's like, I didn't even know that was Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I could see that. He just, and I was like, if you only know 30 Rock Alec Baldwin, right. you could watch that and not even... Be like, man, that voice sounds familiar. Yes. His <laughs> face looks, I mean. He's still a handsome, older, chubbier like dude. He just, I mean, it happens when your face changes as you age, yeah. you know? And yeah. he just, his face from Beetlejuice to uh, like, yeah, even like 30 Rock, which is a while ago at this point, yeah. is like different different dude. 30 Rock to Trump on SNL. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, pretty funny. All, All right, Beetlejuice. Baldwin. Catherine O'Hara, Jeffrey Jones. Uh, uh, he was the pedophile. He was Jeffrey Jones, the one that won the pedophile yep, contest. Yep, yep. In real life, I think he just had like picture. I mean, he wasn't diddling anybody. <laughs> well, right. Not yeah, that I, that makes it okay, but it I, doesn't make it okay I, at yeah, all. I think he was but, like in possession of like vo- volumes of like yeah. child porn, basically. Oh God. Yeah. So there's that. But has he been? Hasn't he been in stuff since then? I don't think so. I mean, that was probably like five, six, seven, eight, a long time ago. He wasn't great looking to begin with, and then later on, you're like, whoa, buddy, yeah, take it easy. Yeah, your face is falling yeah. off your yeah. skeleton. Remember uh, Mom and Dad Saved the World? Yeah. The Jeffrey Jones starring vehicle? <laughs> 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 and we want Howard the Duck. He was the bad guy in that. He was a bad guy. He was good in that. Yeah. Even though that movie really just sucked on my butt hairs in an unpleasant way. <laughs> in the bad way? Yeah. Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. This is a- Oh, he was he has he was paying 14-year-old boys to pose for explicit photos. Oh. So God Jesus. knows what he did. That's, That's really fucking weird. Him. That is real real bad. Oh. Woo. Yikes. Woo. Yeah, I imagine he has not been in anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good God, that's kind of. I didn't. Uh... Also, I didn't. Wa- I don't want to act like I was downplaying child pornography. No, which... I know what you were saying. Yeah, but I was like, I don't think he. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like googling it versus doing it is a separate thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh God, it is. I'm getting canceled again. <laughs> It wouldn't be a podcast if you weren't canceling yourself. Fuck. I didn't cancel myself at all it. yesterday. Um, so the opening credits were panning over a very small town in Connecticut. Yes. Pan, 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 pan. Pan, 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 Okay. And then it turns into, very sneakily, turns into a model. Yes. It's noticeable, but not if you weren't paying attention, maybe you wouldn't notice. 
You're like, man, this is a real cheap movie. This is clearly a model that they're yeah. panning across. But the model plays a very pan, large pan, part. Pan, 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 <laughs> pan, 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 Um, uh, get to the house. There's a giant spider crawling over the model of their house. That spider is fucking huge. And Alec yes. Baldwin just picks it right up and looks at it and tosses it out the window or whatever he does with it. And it's a young Alec Baldwin and a young Gina Davis who no one has seen for a very long time. Yeah. She didn't, a, she didn't go the Sigourney Weaver route. She went the uh, not. <laughs> she went the I'm a literal genius. I'm in Mensa and also I'm an Olympic um, archer. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Like archery, like shooting bows and arrows. She was like in the Olympics, I want to say. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Maybe not the Olympics, but. But like. But some archery sort of very high level. Yeah. I had no idea. I heard her and on. And she's in uh, Mensa. It's like she's one of the smartest people. Nice. Going. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. Good for her. I heard her on Fresh Air. And they. On NTR? Uh, yes. <laughs> Far. Okay. And. Uh, you can check out NTR on the new No Sleep podcast, guys. Anyway, they were talking to her about what uh, Terry Gross basically asked her what happened to her career. Uh huh. And she's like, I turned 40. Right. And Terry Gross That's was like, Is there more to it than that? And she was like, No, yeah. I'm a woman and I turned 40 in Hollywood and that was like it. Very few people go the route of Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, some, but you could probably count them on. Four hands. Gina Davis was actually married to Jeff Goldblum for a while. Yeah, didn't we talk about that in the fly? Mm, I guess so. I guess I forgot. That was, that was a long time ago, for three years. That'd be a. Imagine seeing them in public at their like peaks. You'd be like, look at these two skinny fucking weirdos. <laughs> and the dude's got his shirt wide open. Ah, yes. Ha, ha, yes. Hello. Thank you. Ha. <laughs> yes. Ah. Mm, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I'm being charming. And talk slow. And, I just watched uh, Holy Man starring. Jeff, oh yeah, that's Jeff right. Goldblum. Yeah, that's right. Jeff yeah. Goldblum is in that. Yeah. Huh. Slumming it. Not. I mean, I think they probably all. Maybe Holy Man did do all right. It just didn't get very good. No, reviews. no. I thought it was pretty good. You saw? Oh, I and I saw uh, Sucker Punch for the oh, first time. Oh yeah. Recently, I hated Sucker Punch. I enjoyed it. Well, I said, watching a movie in the comfort of your own home, getting to do whatever you want, can sometimes make a difference. Well, yeah, I still watch the movie, though. Right, but I'm saying, like, you didn't pay 12 bucks. Oh, sure. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'd rewatch it, I guess. I started watching it the other day, and I was like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> Stripper Inception, whatever. <laughs> um, so... Are a young we a lot of movie reviews in this one movie right here. <laughs> yes. Uh Adam and Barbara are on vacation. I'm not sure what Barbara does for a living. Or maybe they do it together, but they run a hardware store, we find out very shortly. Maitland's. Yep. Um they're on vacation. And their realtor, who I'm assuming sold them the house, is now desperately trying to get them to sell the house in a very annoying way. Right. She shows up and they're like, It's Jane. They're like, it's your turn, it's Jane. She's like, well, you know, uh, really it should be for some a couple with the family. Right. She says, and then it turns real sad, and then you're like, is there going to be like a subplot that they can't have kids or whatever? And No, there's not. Um, But they get each other gifts, vacation gifts, or it's their anniversary or something, and 
she gets him some kind of oil for his model because he's working on a model of the whole town. That's yeah. what the that's yeah. what we was on the opening credits. Uh-huh. And he gets her wallpaper. It's very exciting. And then he's like, "Oh, honey, I gotta run down to the wall uh, to the hardware store and get a paintbrush and whatever else." And he's like, "Come with me." She's like, "Just run in." And they drive down to the hardware store in their Volvo station wagon. And they he runs in, and the barber next door is talking to him. I wondered if they built this town. I'm sure they built that crazy ass house. I wonder how much of the town. I wondered the same thing, and I didn't. I was un- unable to find any information on that. I don't know if they were on a set in that town. Yeah, I th- it looked like they were. I think so. And the house that then that were that everything takes place in looks uh like not a real house. It looks like a Tim Burton house. Yeah, in a suburb. So it has to be that like they did something. Like, that house doesn't exist. Yeah. Faux show. It also looked like you should have three attics. And then I was like, I'm saying. And I never thought about that before. And I was like, what? Me neither. Not. And then watch. But then in the movie, there's a bunch of different levels inside of the attic. They're always going up and downstairs and shit in the attic. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. It's a real attic centric attic. Yes. Yes. Also, I'll get to that later, but I got to comment about the attic. Um, he finishes getting his stuff it. at the hardware store and walks out. The barber guy is still, still jib-jabbing away about some guy with long hair, and he's like, see you later, Bob. And they're on their way home. Uh, they're driving. There is a uh, uh, Bridges of Madison County-style bridge. Yeah, red-covered bridge. Yep. Could have just said covered bridge, I Could've. guess. <laughs> but Madison County Bridge, I mean, we're, we're in Iowa, so that yeah. really yeah. paints a picture, you yeah. know. What are, what are they, living in Winterset, Iowa? Yeah, and they they drive over, and this dog that was uh, set up earlier on their way there, we see this dog walking, right. like a little wire terrier little or scrappy pup. Yep. This dog runs in front of them on the bridge, and they crash through the side, and there they are. Teetering on the edge, teetering, being counterbalanced by said dog, by a eleven-pound dog. Which I was like, all right, you got you got to suspend a lot of disbelief in this movie, at right. much like a Will Ferrell comedy. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. I'm just going to accept all of this. Right. The dog jumps. What a dickhead! They uh they fall, and I would say to their deaths because they do die. But every single time, even as a kid, when I watched this scene, I was like, roll down a window and crawl out, you fucking lazy bones. So basically the car slowly flips upside down and drops mm, 10 feet down into like a a creek. Yeah. And I didn't double check to see if they were buckled up or not, but it goes plop. Right. And then sinks. And it sits there and slowly slowly sinks. Yeah. Like uh, that... They could have 100% got out of that. Absolutely. Even if they're just, unless there's something really wrong with them. Unless they both conked their noggins. Which they, they. Even if you did from that, if I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't check to see if they were buckled up, but it bothers (laughs) me every time. I'm like, why didn't you make an accident where like they clearly died? Right. Maybe that's because later in the movie, 
apparently the way you die is the way you look for the rest of eternity. Right. Which is another issue I had. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we don't know it. They don't know it. Uh, but uh, they they show up out back at home, and they're a little disoriented. And the fire the fireplace yep. is going. And Gina, like, hey, how do we get how do we get back here? Yeah. I don't. Do you remember how we got yeah. home? We didn't start that fire. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's retrace our steps. And uh, she says, he's like, how's your arm? She's like, it's freezing. And they go up to the fire, and she puts her hands over it. Oh, yeah. And their little thingies start on fire, her yeah. fingertips. And they're like, hmm, what the heck? Uh, <coughs> yeah. And retrace. Retrace. Retrace their steps. Uh, Alec, uh, Adam walks out the front door, and uh oh, we don't know this, but he's on Saturn. Right. Where the sandworms are. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens when you when you leave your house, when you're dead. Yep. You go to Saturn. Being dead, this movie really, it's like, it's not like hell, but it's also like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's just like worse. That's what I realized when wa- when I was watching this, <laughs> what, why it's, why I, I think I've always really liked it and like found it kind of fascinating, like how they treat the afterlife and everything is that it's completely secular. This is the I don't I don't remember a movie where like life and death and ghosts yeah. was like completely clear of any sort of religious fully completely entirely yeah because they even mention because they do that and he he after he goes out to Saturn yeah Gina Davis finally wrangles him back in and she's like you were out there for two hours right she's like let me show you something they don't have a reflection and she's like also there's this. The handbook for the recently deceased. Right. And where was I going with this, Alex? What were you just talking? Oh, that it's completely she's like, Are we in heaven? Are we in hell? Right. As he's reading through it and he's like, There's no mention of heaven or hell. I know, I love it. You just go you just move on into this afterlife bureaucracy. And as a kid, like especially this is this is a thirty year old movie, which is whatever. Yeah. But like as a kid back then, and like having seeing all this represented in ways that are completely clear of, of like any sort of Christianity or whatever else, it was just like, wow, this is like I never even thought of that was even a possible like. Ghostbusters. Never, never, uh, yeah, but that that doesn't go. Mm, that's a good point. They're not dead, but also they talk about other. They talk about like, like. Uh, Babylon, like ancient yeah, religions yeah. and shit. So they, there is mention of religion in that, right? Just not Christian religions. Anyways, that is a very good point. And I remember from the first time I saw this movie till now, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I mean, oh no, this. I mean, spoiler alert: this movie holds up like hell. Yes. Um, Book of the uh, Deceased. Yes. Handbook for the Recently Deceased. Or as I said, Book of the Deceased. <laughs> uh, so cut to, we're not sh- really sure what's going on. You see a card on a table that says uh, Paranormal Exterminator, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And he's like, oh, somebody, 
<laughs> he's looking at the Afterlife newspaper. Oh, yes, yes. They like the classifieds. Here's uh, the Afterlife newspaper is approximately four pages. Well, things are slow in the Afterlife. <laughs> things are slow. But wouldn't there be like, you know, every person that ever existed in the Afterlife? Yeah. It's a pretty small paper. Not a lot going on. Uh, things it, calm down. Once you die, things get pretty calm. It I doesn't think. seem like it <laughs> at <laughs> all. <laughs> uh, and then he looks in the back at the obituaries. He's like, let's see, the job section. <laughs> and he sees the Maitlands. He says, oh, it looks pretty stupid. <laughs> they look pretty stupid. Something like that. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> you haven't said that. That's the first. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, early for that. It's that's not. your version of me saying Beetlejuice wins the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <coughs> I wrote down too much. Um, reads uh, the living. He's reading through. He's like, oh, this reads like stereo instructions. It's like the living usually won't see the dead. Right. And then he says, won't or can't. He says, it just says won't. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what is, as far as I could gather, um, the day of their funeral? So within three days, the uh, because he's, they see Jane outside and, and her daughter in like the, their mourning, out, like outfits of mourning, like black clothing. Yeah. And then cut to the Dietzes moving in. Yes. I was like, God damn, that was a quick turnaround. Yeah. In fact, the house is untouched. Yeah. They're moving they in with all the furniture and shit still in there. And then later on, they're talking about moving in. And you're like, but you already. And then they're like, do we get rid of everything? And she's like, yeah, get rid of everything. And I was like, but you, I don't fucking know. It was weird. Yeah. There's a handful of things like that. Um, uh, so yeah, the Dietzes are moving in and Charles is kind of freaking out and one of Catherine O'Hara's Delia. Sculptures. Yeah. One of the movers is moving He's a in. a crazy artist in the one 80s. Of, yeah. That's not good. And is married to a rich guy. Who uh, has a daughter. Yes. Delia. And she clearly doesn't want to be moving there. So she's going to gut the whole house and do right. all this stuff. Crazy art shit. Yeah. Delia likes it because there's a spider. So Yeah. So, so we learn basically that this family is moving from the big city to the small town because basically like the husband needs to relax. Yes. Because he kind of had like a nervous breakdown or something. Yeah. Something. We yeah. don't really know. Don't really say, yeah. but he's trying try to move out there to the sticks to relax. And meanwhile, yeah. the wife is... So they get so they are in the house, and then Otho comes busting in the window. Their friend Otho, and he's like, "Oh, it's bad luck to come in the front door." So, so he's there too. Yeah. So then Catherine O'Hara and him. He's are also like, is Otho there the entire time? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he is. He is constantly like with Catherine O'Hara. They're just like snobby, rich '80s yep. wasps. Yuppie people, artists, weirdos. And uh, they're talking about how they're going to knock walls down, paint walls, get rid of the, you know, basically rearrange the entire house yeah. to her artistic liking. And he's like, just give me this one room because she's like, if you don't love it, I will go crazy and right. I will take you with me. 
She's so great in this. She's pretty She's great, great in about period. everything. Yeah. yeah. You watch Sh- uh, Shit's Creek? No, but I hear it's goddamn yeah, good. I do too. I need to watch that. I mean, Eugene Levy too. I love me. Oh yeah, I all those guys. In their old age. Catherine O'Hara in Orange County. The mom in Orange County. When's the last Orange County is? Orange County. What is Orange County? Colin Hanks is trying to decide what to do for college, and Jack Black. Oh yeah. Jack Black is his older brother, and Catherine O'Hara. Oh yeah. I, I think I saw that mom. once. Was that like 2005 or something? Well, it was pre Jack Black being super famous. It was like one of the movies that kind of got him there. Mm-hmm. It had to be quite a Early while ago. Early 2000s. Yeah, though. Colin Hanks was still... Young. Yeah. Young scrapping. Did you see uh, Jumanji? Yes. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Spoiler alert. Old man Colin Hanks is at the end. I was like, God damn, bro. You're like older than me. Oh, yeah. That's right. I won't say who he is. He's Jumanji. Oh, <laughs> man. I ruined it. <laughs> Uh, That's a good movie. I'm looking forward to the next one. Yes, I was genuinely. I was like, that was fucking entertaining as shit. It was review number eighteen for this. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> and also, so do you see the next one? They're like, they're not reprising their roles. They're all going. They're in all as, going in as different. That is which a is like, genius. I know. Idea. I know. Because I was like, how are they going to bring these guys I back? Know. It's the same game, same uh, characters. They just have to play. That is so fucking smart. He really is. Uh, they could, and then they're like, "Oh, you could just do this forever, essentially." Right, and they yeah. will because yeah. this next one will make bank. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so they'll be like, "All right, thir- number three coming in twenty twenty one." Yeah, Toll and I will be. We'll have minor roles in it. We're gonna yeah. work on that. Hopefully. <laughs> um. Otho. Uh. So the. The Adam and Barbara are freaking out about these dickheads moving into their house. Yes. Like, what are we going to do? And Adam's been reading through the book. And he's like, there's a word for people in our situation. Ghosts. Ghosts. It's hard to say. Ghosts. Brewery. Hey, wasps. Brewery. And brewery. Gus. <laughs> Gus and a brewery. What? <laughs> <laughs> So you don't really know how they learned to do this, but they're trying to scare them now. But no one can see them except the little girl. Right. So they're looking through, and like there's the the wedding dress in a closet, and you're like, oh, Catherine O'Hara and Otho are right there, and they kind of slide her to the side, and she fucking yeah. rips her face off and goes, ah! and they don't see, they don't know nothing because they won't see. Right, they won't see. They won't see. Uh, so they're in now they're in dad's office and Barbara is holding Adam's head and there's his decapitated body laying on the ground yeah these were great special effects at the time yeah P.S. funny scene because they expect them to be scared and no one can see them and he's like oh I forgot to lock the attic and then he runs upstairs headless Bumping into shit the whole way. Zooms past Otho and Delia going up to the attic. Yep. Closes the door and locks it. Here's, okay, I got an issue. Well, Here we go. Maybe I'll bring it up. Toll has an issue. They, so he goes up there, closes the door, locks it, and Otho is like, oh, hold on, did you feel something? He's like, yes. 
It's the ghosts of the people that used to live in this house. They want us out of here. Um, well, you did just feel something rush by you. Then the door upstairs slammed closed right. and is now locked right. when it was open. That's kind of an issue. Yes. Uh, in my brain, that means I'm I'm probably falling backwards down the stairs while I puke on myself. <laughs> I can't even handle like, you know. So later on in the movie, I don't know if I should wait on these things, Alex, or bring them up when I'm thinking about them. Go ahead and bring them up. Okay. Later on in the movie. Sure. When they're going through, like, basically the finale is when they go up to the attic for the first time. Mathematically, when they realize there's ghosts, they've been there for two months. Then when they go out into Saturn again, they've been gone for three months because they come back in and the house is all remodeled. Completely remodeled, yeah. So that means the Dietzes have lived in this house for five months and not gone up into the gigantic yeah, attic. And hey, how, tomorrow, one time. tomorrow let's go up and just yeah. break the door down. Yeah, maybe we get we'll a fix, drill. Yeah, we'll yeah. fix it later. Yeah. But we gotta, we can't just be having what is probably a third of the house locked yeah. away from us. Yes. we and what Otho literally said at like one of the earliest scenes in the movie is that I imagine there's something very fast. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Actually. Yeah. 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 Oh, you guys never You're not wrong, bro, but yeah. why are you not even trying yeah. to find out? I mean, it's a 100-year-old door. You could easily just, if you kick it, it'll <laughs> yes, blast open yes. and you just fix it. Yeah. So I figured I'd bring that up when I thought about it. Um. So, yeah, after that, after they try to scare him, Barbara gets real frustrated and goes outside. Whoops. <laughs> Not a good no idea. Can do. He's, and I also felt like Adam was not nearly emphatic enough about her not going outside. Yeah, and he knew what was out there. He's like, no, no, trust me, don't go out there. And then she just falls like, don't out. Don't fucking go out there. But then he goes out there, and then they're out there. Uh, cut to the family eating dinner. This is also... So this town is, would you say... 400 people max yeah this is a small small town they go out of their way to make it look pretty desolate actually yes to look i mean in the model there's like 40 houses yeah right where did they get fucking cantonese food (laughs) there's a cantonese just so happens (laughs) yeah it just so happens yeah they're eating cantonese um Everything goes along with whatever's in the attic. What does that mean, Alex? Everything goes what? Everything goes along with whatever is in the attic. Every maybe you're saying everyone goes along with it? Like it's just whatever's happening is just I guess. Next. I um They get back in somehow, I don't know. And they're in the <laughs> attic and they the, the TV pops on and there's a Oh no no. Fuck. It doesn't matter that much. But there's they're looking at the handbook and a flyer plops out and it's a it's a flyer for Beetlejuice. Right. A paranormal exterminator. Bio exorcists. Bio exorcists. <laughs> paranormal exterminators would be the Ghostbusters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh 
And they look out the window, and Barbara's like, "That little girl, that little girl can see us." And Adam's oh, she's like, out there because because Lydia Winona Ryder always has a thirty-five millimeter yeah. camera. She's yep. always snapping pics. That's mm-hmm. her thing. She's the original emo child, by the way. Yes, all in black, the big black hat, very Goth. iconic. Oh yeah. And boy, did I love Winona Ryder when I was growing up. Yeah, she's a few years older than me, so I'm like, oh yeah. Mm. So pretty. <laughs> yes. Me like you. <laughs> yes. Uh, j- after Lydia sees them, uh, Jane pulls up and gives her a skeleton key for the whole house. Right. She's like, just so you know, I'm, I just decorated the whole house myself and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Which also, so, okay. So the, she, the lady says, oh, she was family. Like she was, did she say how she was related to them? I think that was just an expression. Oh. She's like, I'm okay. family. They're family. Like, they're like family. Yeah, well, then why didn't you clear their house out then? Yeah. I think she, Jane is kind of shitty is what is what we got. Got it. I, think, I don't think she means to be. Your she Honor, means well. Yeah. Withdrawn. <laughs> withdrawn, Your Honor. Yeah. Okay. So now she's got a key. She's heading to the attic. She can finally get in. And as she's heading to the attic... She puts the key in, and the Maitlands are like, "What? What?" And he they picks run up over a the door. They, little they're pushing thing. up against yeah. the door. She's trying to turn the key. Yeah, he picks. Up, he goes over and picks up like a pipe cleaner or a straw. Yeah, pokes the key out. So she sees the key fly out. Which again, yeah. I'm running out of the house, and I'm never gonna. Yeah, stop and I also feel I like die. if they can physically do anything, like, would it be that hard to get people out of your house? Just start slapping motherfuckers around. That is you know? true. They don't really put a limit on what they can. They don't really. They don't out. They don't uh, no, they, outline that. They, they don't, don't outline the rules of this world at all. They don't, which it is great. Just, it's yeah, a, I, mean, I guess. I remember. I mean, it, I mean, it's always worked. It's very nebulous. Yeah. You're like, okay, you can do this. You can't. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it worked. They followed their own rules. It was yeah. fine. So um, after they pop the key out, maybe before, because Lydia's out there, there's a, an ad comes on TV. They've already seen yes. the flyer. Like a 1950s style, like little TV. And this is the first time we see Beetlejuice. Right. It's, we're 45 minutes into the movie. He, be, he has like 30 lines in the whole movie. Yeah. I, I should look it up what it actually is. but We had 17 minutes of total Yeah, it's crazy. Time. Um, yeah. And the ad is really funny. And I'm like used car salesman yeah. basically. He's like, "Oh, come on down to Beetlejuice, yeah. Paranormal Exterminator, well, Bio Exorcist." It's like eh, he has a cowboy outfit on. Yeah. Cowboy hat. Yes, he's like a free exorcism with every possession. Blah, blah. Yeah, and yeah, he's like, "I'll swallow anything you want me to swallow, or do anything you want me to eat." Blah. Yeah, chew on a dog. And you're like, "Oh shit!" It's very funny. <laughs> it is very funny. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize. You can tell when you look at it that he's in the. He's in the model. Right. They don't, that doesn't They're not occur to them. It, yeah. yeah. They're kind of yeah. dumb, the Maitlands. They are. They're pretty naive. Yeah. That's a better word. I don't think they're dumb, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and they're like, what about that Beetlejuice guy? He's like, oh, huh. It's like, they uh, are reading through. They're like, what are you doing in an emergency? They're looking at the handbook for the recently deceased. Right. Trying to figure out what the hell to do. Yeah. Adam's like, draw a door. And he draws a door on some bricks. And she looks at him. She's like, come on. And then he draws a doorknob on there. 
And then he walks back, and she's like, you really didn't think that was going to work, did you? And he's like, ha ah, knock three times. And Lydia is still outside. Right, outside the door. And the door opens, and this bright green smoky light comes through. Yep. And Lydia is seeing this, just the light coming through the bottom of the door, and she's right. like, oh, shit, right. this, this ain't no joke. I mean, the the key just flew out of the door. Now there's a green light and smoke coming out from the yes. beneath the door. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She's like, "What? What?" And I would be running out of the house screaming. Yeah, not if you were Lydia. Well, she's an emo kid, so she's she's built for that stuff. I so guess. she goes and uh, tries to tell Charles, and he's like, "What is the point of living here if I can't relax?" Just let me relax. Yeah, he's he's not. He's constantly him. being startled in this movie, also. Yeah, because he's always trying to relax. People are always <laughs> yes. fucking with him. Yeah, he is a good actor. I shouldn't compliment the pedophile, I guess, but he's good in this. He is. But uh, he also did terrible, terrible things. That man, I did not know how terrible. Yeah. Oof. Good God. Should we not watch Beetlejuice because of this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not fair to. They just need to like digitally put like uh, who could who could they could replace him? Christopher with? Plummer. <laughs> Christopher. That's Plummer. who they replaced uh, uh, Kevin Spacey with. <laughs> they just remade the movie. Old man Christopher yeah. Plummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that'd be fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. He could be a... Edelweiss. Edelweiss. <laughs> right down. Yes. I know a song Christopher Plummer sings. Um, the Maitlands are in the afterlife waiting room. We're like, oh, they're looking around. They're like, what the fuck? Because this is where you're shown that like, oh, so however you die, that's how you how remain. You yeah. Forever, for all of eternity. So drowning is apparently the way to go. The number one. Does that mean if you die, I mean, in this universe, if you died as like a hundred year old person, you're just like a decrepit old person yeah. for all of eternity? It's kind of like Dan Umphen's great joke about becoming a vampire. Yes, becoming a vampire when you're like elderly. Right, you're yeah. almost dead, but then <laughs> yeah. you're not a young, sexy vampire, you're just a yeah. fucking old man. <laughs> Such a good joke. Yeah, it's, same thing. Like, Or like if you... If you die when you're drunk, let's say you're drunk and you're like, hey, guys, watch this. And you do a backflip and break your neck. Are <laughs> yes. you then in the afterlife, you're just drunk the whole what, time? Or what if you die from alcohol poisoning? Yeah. What if you're like just blackout drunk for all of eternity? Heck, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't remember anything. Constantly you're just vomiting peeing, all just the time. Nonstop peeing your pants for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's a truly frightening concept that would be a funny sketch you wouldn't even care <laughs> that would be the way to go honestly that would oh be man good go. god oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> all those people overdosing on opioids oh jesus yeah, That's so less. then you're just like, you're going through the afterlife like weekend at Bernie's. People just hold you up. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> you can't, like he's, yeah. you know. 
Lane Staley is not going to sing in the afterlife, guys. He is permanently napping. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Here come to snuff the rooster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not in heaven. Nope. That guy is heaven. sleeping. No, no, it's not. It ain't no heaven, right. bro. Uh, they forgot their handbook, and there's a lot of shitty jobs in the afterlife where you're like, oh, man. Like, people are fucking a, a whole shitload of secretaries. Yeah. <coughs> they say if you if you kill yourself, if you kill yourself in real life, then in the afterlife you are a civil servant. Yes, that's Otto says that later. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, that's because I I match. I don't think that the first time I watched this movie that would have occurred to me, but today I was like, why the fuck? And I forgot that. And Otho, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. And then the Miss Argentina, who is the the uh, receptionist, yep, it's like if I would have known then what I know now, I wouldn't have had my little accident, right? Cut wrist, yeah, like, yeah. Because you think it's weird that Miss Argentina is a receptionist. Uh, it's also weird that she's blue with pink hair, but that's what I'm saying. Why are they perfectly normal looking? Because uh, it's Tim Burton. Yes, he loves that shit. Yeah. No, I get it. That's why you just can't uh, think about it too much. So they're getting taken. They finally get called. They're getting taken to their work. Uh, their caseworker Juno. But on the way, they run into a janitor who's they're looking at a door, and he the blind opens. This is the part that used to scare the shit out of me. This part and the end. Uh-huh. Uh, the Lost Souls Room. Oh, yeah, that was unpleasant. Death for the dead. And then showing just these, like, hovering, wrinkled ghosts. Just floating around yeah. in, in the void. Yeah. Yes, that's a terrible. That's like when I was a kid, because yeah. I, you know, I I probably saw this on VHS the first time when I was like eleven. Sure, Whew, that got me, that got me good. <laughs> so did the end. <laughs> no, but legitimately, like I, what one thing I've learned from doing this podcast is that I realized that as a kid, you forget that you just don't know anything until you're introduced to it. Yeah, and sometimes it might take a few more years until you see. Or hear about whatever, you know? And, like, with this movie, it's like, oh, I didn't even think about an afterlife that wasn't a part of, like, a Christian narrative, yeah. you know? Yeah. And lots of the other stuff in this where it's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, and then the Beetlejuice cartoon, <laughs> the afterlife and that. That was all like, about the occult. With, like, all the highways and shit. I was like, it looks amazing. And there's, like, a terrible CGI guy on TV all the time. What? I don't know if it was CGI or stop motion, but they like whenever they showed a TV, it was like a completely different style of animation. Do you remember that? What are you talking or, or there'd about be like right a now? talking fish. Oh, the on the on the Beetlejuice cartoon. No, and his neighbor was a French skeleton and a spider and. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when you said French skeleton, I'm like, oh, oh the guy. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, like, there's like interstitials with like this little like puppet. Yeah, world. They were like CG, or it was some kind of weird. It was a completely different style of an- animation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm accessing memories. Of not- <laughs> oh, that feels good. Make my brain feel good. Yeah, that was a that in the '80s, like the Saturday morning cartoon lineup was 
an important thing. Oh, and there nothing was more important. And they would, if there's a somewhat successful movie that may be a children's movie, they would they would send it to a Saturday morning cartoon series. Yes, like Rambo. (laughs) That yeah, and which was Beetlejuice. These are not children's movies. No. Beetlejuice, I guess, more than what else? What Except else was Beetlejuice there? is like grabbing pussies and doing right. And that's one thing I, I realized watching this with my with my let's ruin our childhood eyes. Like Beetlejuice was a total horn dog, and as a kid, I did not pick that up. I just thought he was funny. You just don't. Oh yeah, he's but a, he's like he's a full on perv, right? But I think this, unlike a lot of the movies we watch, where it's like, whew, you couldn't get away with that now. No, I think with Beetlejuice. You still could because he's terrible. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's a deplorable character. Yeah. So it's like you could. Yeah. It, it's it still didn't seem wrong to have it in there because they are they are also fully disgusted by it. Like no one is in is encouraging him. No, no, he's <laughs> yeah. the worst. Like he's yeah. the worst. Like he is supposed to be the worst. Yeah. And so it makes sense. Yeah. Let's see. So there was the real Ghostbusters was another '80s cartoon, but that yep. was a whole different thing. That was great. Of, I loved it. Scariest fucking shit. <laughs> My mom would always be like, "Are you sure you want to watch this?" And I'd be like, "Yep." And then she'd be like, "Why did I let you watch this again?" <laughs> um, no. I'm gonna have to inhale to go blow my nose. Inhale. And exhale. We got a little more snot out of our system. Ready to proceed. We're we're a couple of we're a motley crew. I hope that this does not last. Usually, like I'll get sick this time of year, and then like the last couple years, it just like drags on for a couple months. I will say that this hasn't been. Normally, it gets. I guess I should fucking knock on some wood. Knock, knock, knock on wood. Normally, it gets like. Pretty quickly, it gets like really bad. Yeah, it's just been steadily like for like five days now. Yeah, just like I think here. I'm a couple days behind you, but yeah, you probably little, got it from me. And I'm I sure. Got, like I you got it from AJ. AJ. Yeah. Sick because we're making out all the time. Yeah, podcasting is kind of the same diff, but yeah, yeah, just a little upper respiratory yep. infection. Don't worry about it. Um, okay, so we're talking about um, <coughs> 80s cartoons made from movies. Yes. Okay, so there was the real Ghostbusters, which scared told to no end. Yep. Remember droids and Ewoks? No. Yeah, I remember that. There, Remember the Karate Kid? Nope. I remember that one. Uh, there was Chuck Norris and the Karate Commandos. What? Yeah. No, I don't remember that either. Rambo, the Force of Freedom. That's I, weird. I remember that. I don't remember. We talked about that. 1988 RoboCop, the animated series. What? Yep. Which was a almost rated X movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Teen Wolf. I remember that. I remember that. We remember the theme song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Back to the Future, the animated series in 91. I do remember that. Yep. Beetlejuice in 89. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yeah. Remember that. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. (laughs) More outstanding every day. All those themes were kind of the same. Yeah. Remember Toxic Crusaders? Yes. And that movie is so fucked up. Right. They don't want to call it Toxic Crusaders. They need to separate themselves a little bit. (laughs) Remember uh, Conan the Adventurer? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I remember that cartoon. Conan the Barbarian, warrior without fear. He's more powerful than any man. Uh, yes, I remember. <laughs> uh, Police Academy, the series. Nope. I remember. I forgot about that till I saw this. James Bond Jr. Is that uh, on the list? Because it might not count. No, because uh-uh. he's Bond's nephew. Was Bond. James Bond Jr. No one can stop him, but scum always tries. James, James Bond, Bond comes through. When was that on? Is that a Saturday morning cartoon? I think they all were and then syndicated weekly. I don't fucking know. That was that end of list? Yeah. Oh. It's a pretty good list, though. Yeah. Remember Where's Waldo? The cartoon? Yeah. I was more. I think this is uh, this is an era slightly before me because I was the era where they were like, yeah. Try, it was like mutant animals, like oh, like Beast Wars, Street Sharks. Oh yeah, the Cowboys of Moo Mesa. They were all trying to bank off Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really? Yes. They all they well they all went all in on the teenage on the Mesa. They're the real cowboys looking out for law and order and living by the code of the West. <laughs> Wait, now what, well, what What? was the premises of this one? The cowboys of Mumesa. They were cowboys, <laughs> right? but they were also cows. <laughs> 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 they were literal cowboys. <laughs> they were human. They were anthropomorphic cows. What advantage did they gain being cows? None, because everyone was. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, you know, Darkwing Duck, for, for some reason, everyone's an animal, but they were real cowboys, and they were real cowboys because they were actually cows. cows. and yes. boys. Yes. Oh, shit. I fucking loved that theme cows song. Cows of Moo Mesa? The Cowboys of Moo Cow Mesa. Cowboys, I'm making a note. Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Yes. I gotta look that up. And what else? Uh, street Sharks. Street Sharks, I can remember. I have a vague recollection of that. I'm That's like an think. afternoon cartoon on Fox, wasn't yeah. it? Seems um, like the 90s. Let's see. Remember Hammer Time? Oh, the MC Hammer cartoon? Oh, yeah. Dude, I even as a kid, I was like, the animation on this is so bad, I can barely watch it. <laughs> even when you're a child and you're like, this cartoon is garbage. It's like, <laughs> like whoa, man. Yeah. What was even the what was the premise of that? He had magical shoes. I remember that. I think the shoes <laughs> talked. Right? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta look this up. <laughs> I think that the shoes sounds, talked. That sounds a hundred percent correct to me. Yeah. MC Do you remember the All Stars? <laughs> yes. Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, and Michael Jordan. And it wasn't even voiced by any of them. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. That was a that was a good cartoon. I feel like I watched Hammer it. Man. Hammer Man. Oh, because oh, he, he was like a, superhero. like a superhero. Yeah. So he'd put his shoes on. 1991. Yeah. 13 episodes. <laughs> That's a high quality. That was a good run. Oh boy! Hold on. Let's see. If I can... <laughs> 1991. Anything was possible. Yeah. Man will be there. Here's how it started a long time ago. 
That is a bad rap. He was given magical shoes. This is so bad. Um, Oh man. This is like when I make fun of rapping. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Alex and I were given a task, and that task was to make a podcast. We do it every day, we do it every night, we do it until we have to make a fight. Right? That is 100% Hammerman rapping right there. Yeah. We'll, it, will, it will forever they be known as They gave us magical Hammerman. microphones. It will be forever known as Hammerman rapping from now on. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually rem- <laughs> You remembered the fucking magic shoes. They were they giving do. cartoons to everyone back then. Yeah. Testing the waters. God oh, damn. Oh, boy. Wow. That was a good... That was a good uh, that was a good uh, side trip into You should 80s. look up the Cowboys of Mumesa theme song. <laughs> okay, or maybe well. you can do it. I don't care. You can do whatever you do. Um, Anyways, Beetlejuice. Yes. They saw the uh, the Lost Souls room, scared the shit out of me. Then they get to the room they're supposed to go into. And they walk in and they go, man, this place just gets weirder and weirder. And then one of them goes... I think we're home because they're inside of their house. Right. And then one of them asks, how long have we been waiting? How long has it been? And then you hear Juno's voice, three months. Right. And she died of smoking and apparently had a tracheotomy. Right. She smokes out of her neck. Well, no, she had... Uh, she had like a, a slit. Oh neck. yeah, she probably she had a full like five inch. That's like, why she's doing big opening. That's that why smoke was coming out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why she's a public servant. Yes. she killed herself. Right, yep. right, right. Sticking with that, good things. This is something I hadn't really thought of. I didn't watch this movie that long ago, and I yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. She definitely sliced her throat as an old lady. I guess she was a real heavy smoker. I guess too. So. So they're asking what they can do. They're like, Todd, just do it. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like. Uh, <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and then, then uh, Gina's, Barbara says, what about Bit? She's like, shh, 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 shh. Don't even say his name. Right. And then it goes into this dramatic, uh, like, oh, he was my assistant. But he went bad. He was like a real troublemaker. Went into private practice being a bio-exorcist. Right. And again, the mu- music gets very dramatic, and she gets like a light on her face. Yes. When Tim Burton style. It. Yes. Uplighting. Lots of uplighting. Yeah. Um, and in conclusion, Juno was not helpful at, in any way, shape, or form. No, uh-uh. Just do it yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Time for another break. <laughs> 
<laughs> Beetlejuice wins the end. <laughs> uh, is this? Oh, uh, Charles calls Robert Goulet, Maxie, and he's like, "You got to come up here." And like, there's all this space, and he's like, "It's in the middle of yeah. nowhere, Charles. No one cares." Blah blah blah. I'm Robert Goulet. Robert Goulet. I have a golden voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one cares, Charles. Like maybe, oh, uh, oh, I can get a whole town in the middle of nowhere. Blah blah blah. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's me, <laughs> it's me, it's me. Okay. Uh so the Maitlands put on some sheets. Put on Delia's designer sheets, and they're moaning throughout the house. Yeah, it's like scare cartoon them. ghosts. Oh, right. sheets, oh. The whole thing. And they try to scare Charles, and he's like, "Lydia, your mother's going to kill you, cutting holes in her three hundred dollars sheets." Right? Why there's only one ghost in front of his door? I mean, if there had been two of them, he might have had some questions. Good point. <laughs> yes. Great point, actually. Obviously, <laughs> yes. that was a choice made to yes. make sure the plot advances correctly. Then they try to wake up Delia, or try to scare her, but she's all drugged up and doesn't care at all. And Lydia thinks that Charles and Delia are having weird, doing some weird sex stuff. Yeah. And like, nope. Sorry, Lydia, there's no 14-year-old boys in there. (laughs) Uh, And she goes out, and then she's taking pictures of them, which is really weird And on a bunch of levels. She's taking a bunch of Polaroids of them. Yeah. And, like, if it was her parents having sex. Doing weird sex stuff. Yeah. I guess to be, like, to prove that your parents are assholes. Yeah, I don't know. And then she picks up one of the developing pictures, and she's like, no legs. No legs. What? What? (laughs) And she's like, are you the guys from upstairs? The peeps? Um, And they take their sheets off, and we're like, we're trying to scare you. You can see us? And she said, oh, I was reading. I I read your manual. Right. So the book uh, is just like a physical thing that anyone can see. Yeah. Throughout the movie. Yeah. And says life. No one says, hey, ghosts, make sure you hide your fucking book. Yeah. The, the, like I said, the rules don't matter in Beetlejuice. They don't. They don't. Which is good. I mean. I, I like it. I, yeah. Um, And the book said live people tend to ignore the strange and unusual. It says, I myself. But I am. I myself am strange and, and unusual. unusual. And Alex was like, <laughs> So they show her the attic, because why not? Uh, and they do that. And now they didn't. Oh, okay. So they're going to have a dinner party that. Uh, Robert Goulet. Not yet. This is the first dinner party. This is the shrimp, the shrimp dinner party. Robert Goulet is not there yet. At the shrimp party? No, that's how they convince him to come. Huh. It's Dick Cavett and uh, Otho and his and? girlfriend and Dick Cavett's girlfriend or wife. And that's it. And Lydia. Okay. I swear. 
Okay, I believe um, you. And because she's huh? trying, she's trying to convince her her stepmom that the ghosts are real, right? And she says, "I told them you were too mean to be scared." It's like, oh, it's like, well, if they wanted to scare me, tell them next time not to use designer sheets. Um, the Maitlands now are like, we don't, we can't fucking do this. Let's get, we're get calling in Beetlejuice, calling so, in the big guns. So they go up to the attic. And they finally do. They go, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And they shrink down, and they're now on the model. Yes. Meeting Beetlejuice. And they're like, "How? okay, we got to get to Beetlejuice. Right. And they're like, how do we, where is he? What do we do? Well, they got to fucking dig him out There's of the model. A large neon sign yeah. pointing down says, here lies yep. Beetlejuice. And then two shovels fall over. Right. And they have to dig. And watching it, it's an amazing scene because they're digging through the model. Yes. So it's like a layer of rubber and yeah. a layer of... Of a cardboard and, like and a, foam, yes, yeah, it's really cool. It is neat. Although I was a, a bunch of things when they're shrunk down. I'm like, the the writing, the would scale be, is yeah, off all yeah, over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, it's a Tim Burton movie. So, Tim Burton can get away with a lot. Yes. Uh, did you see Dumbo? Man, that fucking no. sucked. I, <laughs> I have no modern Tim Burton is just. I have bad. no intentions of seeing that. He did C- a, CGI Tim Burton has really fallen off in my opinion. <laughs> he has. No, you burped in the middle oh, of it yeah, and I'm, it made it sound real yeah. official. <laughs> yeah, but, but you're 100% correct. Like uh, Charlie the Chocolate Factory, no thank you. Yeah. Like, Better than some of the other stuff. But I know, still, but yeah. that's of that ilk. His best stuff was Alice this area where it was like handmade Tim Burton. <laughs> yes. Edward Scissorhands, this, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Batman. Big Top Pee-wee, Batman. Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Yep. Faux show. Uh, Other stuff. <laughs> Ed Wood. Ed Wood, did you say that? Ed Wood, yeah. There we go. Um, That was his big one. That was his, that was his big awards movie. It was. Ed Wood. Now it's kind of the end, actually, of his like, you know, original big fish. Yeah, but that was after, like, that was after. That like, was kind uh, of CGI uh, Tim Burton. It, the whole thing fell apart at. Uh, but that Planet was him of the trying Apes. to tell. Planet oh, of the Apes. Oh man, yes. And it's like what? What is Planet happening? of the Apes was a good looking movie, and the costumes were impressive as shit. I thought. I was like their faces. I was like, he really made people look like talking apes. Yeah, talking much better eight people. Yes, you know what I mean. In comparison to the original, yes. yeah, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like that's top of the line uh, prosthetics and that's makeup. All it was, and but <laughs> but it still was dumb. Yeah, but then uh, casting Mark Wahlberg it, was also like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, well, I'm an astronaut, and it's it. Oh, hey, I'm an astronaut. <laughs> yes. It was a monkey over here. <coughs> hey, Tim Burton. Why you put your wife in all your movies? <laughs> Are they still married? I believe so. Well, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, a she's a good part. actress too. Oh, she's great. Yeah. I love her, and she's yeah. No, I'm I'm just. Um, so Beetlejuice. They finally dig down. The coffin starts shaking. Says says Beetlejuice on top of it in the proper spelling. Named and, after uh, the star. Yes, Beetlejuice. Uh. I'm about the cat out. Yeah, do it. And he fly. He pops out, 
and he flies towards him, and it's very, it's all very exciting. Alex is letting the cat out. I feel like on my own. I'm, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um. Yeah, totally. For five seconds, you fall apart. Yeah. And he's instantly a perv. He's hugging him. He kisses uh, Barbara right on the mouth. Yes. She's very disgusted. Then he puts uh, Adam in a headlock, and he's like, come on, we work together. He's just such an amazing character. He's he's like a hard Robin Williams in this movie. Yes. Oh, my God. But not not so... ridiculous but he's constantly doing impressions and voices and oh you're 100 percent. but then his fallback voice is like come on yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's crazy michael keaton which is i love like in batman you want to get nuts (laughs) let's get nuts yeah Yeah. you're like whoa beetlejuice yeah (laughs) yeah love it yeah, I know the the character of, Be- of Beetlejuice really is like I, uh, watching. I'm like, man, it's it's so good, and he improvised ninety percent of his lines. Really? Yeah, and it makes sense. Like you, yeah. you, you that like whenever you you see like a great performance, if you end up looking, they're like, oh yeah, and they improvised most of it, and you're like, yeah, of yeah. course they. Did. That's why it felt like you could feel like the the realness. Yeah, or whatever. You can also Keep it real. feel you, it's when you feel Adam and Barbara kind of having no fucking idea what's going on. Yes, you could, you're like, oh, that's a little sense of reality there. And he tries to tickle her pussy. <laughs> yes, he's a total horn dog. Yes. Then he tries to when they're talking to each other, he's trying to lift up her dress with a stick. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Adam's kind of a he's like, come on. It's like, yeah. Fun stuff. And then he gets real pervy, and he turns around, and he's like, come on down. Like, we'll have some drinks. I'll clean the place up a little bit, yeah. whatever. And then and she goes, home, home, home. Yeah. And my favorite part of the whole fucking movie happens then. Yeah. He's like, you bunch of losers. You bunch of losers. <laughs> and he kicks over the yeah, tree. He walks up to Fall, the tree. Tim Burton tree. And he goes, nice fucking model. Uh-uh. He grabs his ball. Oh, man. That's I... one of my all-time favorite scenes in a movie like my top in, 10 probably. in any movie yeah oh it's nice so model. and the way the, I mean, the tree falls down all slow nice fucking, model. nice fucking model he's got like his arms back yeah it's <laughs> nice fucking model <laughs> so great uh-uh. it's so great oh god damn i and love also, that part so we get uh so this is a pg movie that has the word fuck in it they you can say they say they say it once yeah. You can say fuck once. In Space a PG balls. movie? Spaceballs, they say fuck once. I know we talk about this all the time, but so you get one. You can one, say it once, maybe twice. But you can't say context. any other naughty words. Like, all, you're putting all your chips in on fuck. One, one fuck in a PG movie. You can't throw in an asshole or a goddamn. No, you're going all in on that one fuck because you have to have that big. It's, it pays off. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, but that's like it does. Planes, trains, and automobiles, not e- not dirty at all. Went for the R rating just so he could have that one speech where yeah. he goes, "My fucking car," which pays off. Fu-. So it's the best scene in the whole movie, right? 
after he gets finally gets back and the nice the nice lady that's never actually nice in anything is right. I wonder what do you know what that lady's name is? Um, I never knew, I don't think. She's in so many eighties movies. I don't know. Hmm. Oh well. We'll do that one this year. We'll do Planes Trains. Yeah, we'll do that for Thanksgiving times. Which is right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, uh this is where Otho says people who commit suicide become civil servants yeah. in the afterlife. And they're at the dinner, and Lydia's trying to tell them there's ghosts, and uh, Delia is like, <laughs> children, you know I love them. <laughs> you're like, all right. Well, she does not. guess what? It's time for the dance scene. The big Calypso number. Yeah, for some reason, all the music in this movie that isn't Danny Elfman is Harry Belafonte. The trivia tells me that that was a last-minute um, suggestion by uh, Catherine O'Hara and uh, Jeffrey Jones. I it's it I don't it doesn't make sense, but it's it doesn't. But it's for some reason Adam is obsessed with it. I mean, if you hear that music now, you think of Beetlejuice. Like it's yes, that's all that. That's well, the my, last... my 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 parents used to yeah, listen say to Harry Belafonte. Older people, yeah. well, would still like that was a whole thing. They all remember that. But you know, he was like a hella big time civil rights activist oh harry belafonte oh yeah it's great he's a big part of the whole thing back in the day pretty when you hear him talk now he's like this but then he'll still sing and you're like what he hasn't died recently has he i don't think so (laughs) belafonte he's still alive when is the last time we talked about white man's burden <laughs> have we talked about that on this podcast? We, I know we, that we have, have at least a couple times, but I feel like it's been a good while. Movie starring Harry Belafonte and John Travolta. He's still alive. He's ninety-two. He's still out there kicking. He talks like this now. Yeah, yeah. But then he still can sing. Like you, I heard him on. That's fucking he's awesome. Like, like this. And he's like, how that to do And you're like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> But that's like me, you know? You oh, hear yeah, me talk, yeah, 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 and yeah. then you hear me sing, and you're like, who is what? this angel? What? <laughs> yes. Hitting all those high notes. Dale. It's a Dale. Daylight come and me want go home. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yep. So the Dale part happens, and they all dance. Yeah. And I love this, this sequence because they're possessing them. Yeah. But they're like, I love that it's not, and no one is dancing perfectly. They're all like clearly being controlled outside of their control. And the way they choreograph it or have them improvise it or whatever is very funny to me. Yeah. Especially Jeffrey Jones, not to give him more. But he's like, I see deadly black tarantula. And he's like all contorted, like trying not to do it. I, I, I. I was able to recognize more of how good the acting was. I haven't, I haven't watched this in a while, like with my critical eye. Yeah. But as a kid, you're like it's very funny. Like it's yeah. all very funny. But as you see it now, like oh, like they're doing a great job of looking like yeah. they're being pulled by a string, yes. and it's great. Like the marionettes. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. But yeah, here's an idea. And this after this happens, they're like, all right, we did it, we did it. Oh, well, let's watch them scatter. Right. Oh, don't make people do like the most fun thing they could possibly do. Guys. I know, that was their idea of a haunting was a choreographed Calypso dance <laughs> yes. number. Yes. 
they're going to be so they're going to be shitting themselves. Yeah. With well, fear. I mean, they were grabbed by shrimp ants at the end, right? Which, which is a good button on the end there. Hell yes, yeah. Because you don't even think about those shrimp, Mm-mm. and then you're like, oh, perfectly giant shrimp to grab Indeed. somebody's face with. Yep. <laughs> so Lydia, but yeah, they weren't. They were not successful in trying to. And after them this, off. they were all excited. And still, some people, some of them weren't convinced. Dick Cavett is not convinced. Right. He's like, I have a talk show in the 60s. I interviewed John Lennon. Yeah. And he's her agent. He's like, Lydia, you're a flake. You've always been a flake. Blah, blah, blah. Like, man, why did you? Whatever. Uh, I did my house and you're blowing me up over here. You know? (laughs) Come on. So... uh, Lydia goes up to the attic and she's like, they want you to come downstairs. They want to meet you. And they're embarrassed. They're like, oh, we were trying to scare everyone right. away. And now they're all excited that we're here. So they finally go up to the attic. And this is where I thought to myself, this means the entire family plus Otto has not gone into the attic in five months. Right. Right. They were in they were waiting to see Juno for three months. And before that yes. they said it was two months that they've been dead. So right. f- basic a, math five months. About half a year yep. they're living in that house yep. before they finally Which crack a third open of is the attic. The third the, the other third <laughs> of it. Um so they head <coughs> to the attic and Catherine um Delia is like, Open up! You dead people are all blah blah blah. Get through the rope you hang yourselves with, and she's very shitty. She's been about real it. shitty yeah. about the whole thing. Yeah. And then the door opens, and they walk in, and they see this model. And for some reason, this completely changes Catherine O'Hara's mind. She's like, "I have never been so embarrassed in my whole life." Yeah, she came around real quick. <laughs> this is oh, they're just like people, I guess. Like what? What did you think? <laughs> you also just had a great time at their expense. Yeah, right. So you should be pretty up on them right yeah. now at this point. Uh, Otho, they're ha- they're hanging out the window, trying not to fall down to Saturn, because I guess they can't be in there. But the only person uh, that yeah, would yeah, be yeah, able yeah. to see them is Lydia, and they could just be like, shake their head at her. I imagine. <laughs> um, makes for a good movie. So, yeah, Otho, they're in the attic, and Otho picks up the handbook. Well, earlier when they they let Beetlejuice loose, right? they didn't put him back because all she said was, home, home, home. Right. And then they tried to do it on their own. Well, so Beetlejuice. So BJ's still out there on the loose. BJ can do what he wants. The juice is loose. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, uh, oh, boy, uh, Snake, he turns into a giant uh, stop motion snake with some practical, uh, f- not stop motion. Like a there's clearly a practical yes. head yes. at some point on a stick. Yeah, like clearly <laughs> yes. like it was. You watch it in HD yeah. on a 4K TV. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, it's like a prosthetic head on a stick. That they're like, <laughs> yes. they can move its for eyebrows. This, for this, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for this three second <laughs> yeah. clip, that head exists but that was somewhere. Still- that's some early head chunks right there. Yeah, but I still thought it was a fucking sweet effect. Like no, it was the snake completely. moving around and like grabbing Charles out of the room, and it snaps off as being the uh, railing. Of yes, the, and it looks really cool. And he tosses Otho down the stairs. He picks up Charles and drops him down. 
Actually, he holds up Charles and he goes, we've come for your daughter, Chuck. And then drops him onto his back from all the way up. And uh, Lydia rightfully freaks out because she doesn't know about Beetlejuice. And she's like, why are you doing this? She still thinks it's her friends. Right. And uh, yeah. But who manages? Oh, Gina, Gina, Barbara finally comes out. She's like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah. He's like, ow. Yep. And he's like, you bunch of losers. He's yeah. back in the model because he can just <laughs> yeah. go back there and be. That's where he lives. Yeah. He lives in the model town. Yeah. In a, in a coffin. Which is fine. Yeah. It's fine. And he goes back and there's a brothel in the, mo- in the model. No, oh yeah, so no, he's down. So he's down there. He's like, "You bunch of losers!" And Alec Baldwin picks him up. No, no, Gina Davis does. Oh, Gina Davis does. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like a bunch yeah. of thorns pop out. So then he's on the ground. He's stuck, and he pops himself out because he's like a like a ball of giant thorns. <laughs> yes, very funny. Yes, calls him a bunch of losers, and <laughs> he's like, "Ah, <laughs> I feel a bit anxious." <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's been about 600 years <laughs> as an adult I, again I, as with my my eye I have now for this I have not watched this and when he said ah, ah I'm feeling kind of anxious ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was so fucking uh, hilarious yeah. dude everything that he's comes such, out of his mouth he's a horn dog it's hilarious and he's such a horrible dude <laughs> And his ah, feel kind of anxious. If he really improvised ninety percent of that shit, his later like it's when so he turns great. to the oh Michael Keaton is fucking great in this, <laughs> and he gets a pass for being gross because he is fucking gross. Yeah, like, that's the whole point. Yeah, the that's whole the point, point is that he's like the yes. worst. And then, let's make a children's <laughs> he, cartoon. Yeah, there's out no of this redeeming. Guy. It's not like in the end, like it's not uh, Beetlejuice comes around and becomes a saint at the end. <laughs> he's a fucking. Used car salesman dickhead. Yeah, uh, from start to finish. Yes, but yeah. So now there's a a brothel, and he's walking. He's like, oh yeah, like shaking his shoulders <laughs> yeah. with all the thorns still coming yep. out of him. And I, oh, oh man, Dante's when I was a kid, oh, was seeing, and then as a teenager, I was like, I wish I could go and do <laughs> Dante's Inferno. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I was like, all those green ladies with their tits hanging out, like. Yeah. It looks like, all right. I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah. I want green ladies with <laughs> horns. And they're like, hi. Like just, and he's like, oh. We're like licking his lips. And yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Barbara's like, Alan, why did you build that? Yeah. He's like, I didn't build that. And then Juno shows up and she's like, I put the brothel in the model. Like, duh. You don't, these guys are still surprised by s- s- somewhat magical things happening. Right. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. Um, Lydia is writing a suicide note. I don't know after this. And the Mayla, yeah, the Malins have been gone. She feels alone. Yeah, she's writing a suicide note to them. Yep. And she's she says she's going to jump off a bridge, and I assume it's in reference to the bridge that the Maitlands drove off of because she says a specific bridge. Well, if she jumps off that bridge, uh, she'll, It'll just she be will fun. be wet. <laughs> yes. It'll be, she might climb back out and jump again because right. it was such a good time. Right. That little 10-foot high dive. Right. Dumb. Um, and now uh, 
after she writes that, cut to the Maitlands talking to Juno once again. She's like, scare them. Do it yourself. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So she says, show me what you can do. This is what the other thing that bothers me in the movie, Alex. <laughs> show me what you can do. And they turn their heads in these crazy fucking right. things. She pulls her her nose all the way out like this beak. No, Push, that's him. Pushes her eye. Oh, uh, no, yeah, yeah. She makes pushes her. Pushes his eyes yeah, in. She like splits her face open and has teeth and right. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. she do, They both have beaks, kind of. Yeah. It's His weird. is like a beak nose. Hers is like the mouth with her eyeballs on her long tongue. Yeah. And the tongue is like wriggling. Yeah. Good Moist. If, moistly. Moistly. <laughs> Moist. Um, but I, I, I was like, so they've already tried this. The, the other the people can't see them. Right. This is not a good plan. It doesn't fit into the movie. She's like, no more parlor tricks. Just scare them. Yeah. I was like, but. They already, they were. She was in there with her husband's fucking right decapitated head and didn't Which matter. Should have been a, more than it. enough. Yeah. If they can't see you, it doesn't fucking matter. We already went through that, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Lydia goes up to the attic, presumably to tell them that she wants to kill herself so she can be with them. Right. And he's like, and Beetlejuice is sitting on the, on the, uh, the tombstone, the balcony of the brothel. Oh yeah, sunning himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's catching some rays. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> <coughs> he's like, they're dead, baby, or whatever. And she's like, what? It's like they're gone, gone though. He says it as if they're gone for good. And right, it's like, and he tells her that he wants to get out of there. And uh, the only way he can do it is if he, if she says his name. And they play charades. This yeah. part's fun, too. Like, hey, turn around. Hey, look yeah. my, look my. Yeah. Ah, turn around. And she turns yeah. around. There's a beetle yeah. sitting in a chair. He's, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yes. Very funny. Giant beetle in a chair. Fun stuff. And then a, like, a carton of Minute Maid orange juice pouring into a cup in the air. She's yep, like, right next to. Breakfast. Beetle breakfast. Beetle breakfast. Breakfast beetle fruit. orange. <laughs> yeah. Beetle fruit. And then finally. As if no one has ever heard of beetle juice. Yeah. Finally. Jesus, finally beetle juice. Him, beetle juice. He's like, ah, you said it. He needs to get less excited, by the way. People would be less reticent to say his name three times. <laughs> That's true. He's like, and then he, she's he like. He wants it too much. He's, he's like, wait like, a minute. And then she's like, beetle juice? He's like, ah. That's two. <laughs> so, like, whoa, dude, right. relax. <laughs> if you were just chill, she would probably say it again. Right. Uh, I'm gonna inhale. Whoa. I'm gonna... And exhale. <laughs> oh. With coughs. Uh, yeah. So Lydia has said his name two times, and he's very excited, and she's kind of taken aback, and is like, um, you know what? I'm gonna wait for Barbara to get back <laughs> before right. I, before I really jump into this. And then Adam and Barbara are outside of their brick door, going into their attic. And Barbara says, "I like that little girl. Right? I can't go through with this." He's like, "We have no choice now, Barbara." And she's like, "Well, can't we be like rebels, break the rules, or whatever?" Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, then they go through and their faces are all <laughs> fucked up. 
And Lydia screams. She freaks out. Yeah. And she tells them that she wants to kill herself so she right. can be with them. And they're like, why? And literally earlier, earlier, Beetlejuice was like, she's like, I want to be where you are. And he's like, why? <laughs> right. And they're kind of like, no, you don't. Yeah. Um, which is a great way to think about the afterlife. Yes. Uh, Not and she said they made a decision. They're gonna. They are gonna rebel. She said we decided we're gonna invite you and your family to stay. Which is like, whoa! Don't kill yourself. We're yeah. inviting you and your family to stay. And, um. Now it's cool. Now don't go listen to your emo music and kill yourself. Yeah. Now it's time for dinner with Maxie. Robert Goulet. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, I'm Robert Goulet. You know? hey. Like, I'm hey. Robert Goulet. I'm in movies and I <laughs> sing songs. <laughs> and, uh, whoops, that's Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Charles is trying to give him a spiel about turning the whole town into like a ghost amusement park. Yes. From this one experience they've had. <laughs> right. And Robert Goulet is like, Charles, I'm just here to see some ghosts. And you're like, ooh, easy there, Robert Goulet. Smooth talking <laughs> motherfucker with that sweet mustache. Is Robert Gou- Robert Goulet is dead? Ah, uh, oh, Goulet, 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 Goulet. <laughs> oh, Goulet, Goulet. I feel like maybe he died a year or so ago. The answer is Robert Goulet died in 2007. Oh, shit. Damn. Long time ago. How old was he? Uh, 68. Bobby Goulet? He was 68 years old. Uh, let's see, 33. He was in 2007. Um, 73 okay math 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 Lydia comes down and Charles is like oh you're finally down at dinner whatever it's like they're not here it's like well (laughs) Lydia where are they they went away and like like they're like Otho did they really go away because you know she says that's okay right we have Otho like, Otho, did they really go away? And Lydia's like, oh. It's like, actually, Otho, you know, what am I even worried about? You can't even change a tire. But I will say this. Otho is an interior decorator who also said he had a history in chemistry. I wouldn't He is a real wild card. Yeah. He's yeah. a real wild card. Yeah. yeah. Um, And he's also got the handbook for the recently deceased. You know what I'm saying? Cut right. to the wedding clothes. I try to do an Otho impression, but I, the wedding clothes. Nah, not bad. Not, that was nothing. That was not a, um, and he starts reciting the speech. Hans Vermillion, Samoth Rive, to the living, let now the dead come alive. All of a sudden. Barbara uh, starts disappearing back to the future style. What? what? Yeah. Fading out. And Adam's like, what? He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and and the wedding dress starts filling up. 
and Otho keeps reciting. Good effect, by the way. Yeah, this is uh, part number two of this movie that scared the living shit out of me yeah. when I was a young man. Seriously. and But the fact that it comes around and you're like, oh, thank God, watching yeah. these people rot to death. Because that they look like the fucking lost souls, and that's how you, I assume, you become a dead, dead person. Right. That's how you become a lost souls. Right. This happening to you. Um. So now everyone's sort of starting to freak out. Lydia's like, "Stop it! Stop it!" And they're like, "No, it's fine. You can't hurt." And Robert Glaze's like, "You can't hurt them. They're already dead." Um. But then now even the people are starting to freak. Right. They're like, can't you do something? Can you stop this? It's too late, Charles. I'm sorry. So Lydia runs up to the attic. Uh, sees, this is where Beetlejuice is in its kind of iconic, crouched over his tombstone. Yeah, in his black and white striped suit. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, she's like, can you do something? It's like, it's like I'm the ghost with the most. Yep. And then she's says Beetlejuice. Did she say it fast? She says it's no, pretty he's, slow. No, he's being kind of coy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you help them? I'm like, goes with the most. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Like, two. Beetlejuice. And then he's like, come on. Yeah. And then she gets Beetlejuice. And he goes, it's showtime. Yeah. Let's show him the juice and see what shakes loose. <laughs> that might have been earlier. I don't know. But now, That was a big, it's showtime. The, there was a very... Mm-hmm. Iconic scene in a movie. Yeah. Um, so he's back in the game. He is. Juice is loose once again. Cut down to the party. They hear you hear his voice. Attention, Kmart shoppers. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yes. And they they walk over to where the model is because they've taken the model downstairs. This is where Charles is explaining <laughs> the yeah. the uh, amusement park and stuff. And out pops Beetlejuice with a carousel going around his head. Bat ears on. Yep. Bat wings. Coming up. His arms Out of the ground. Out. Do a big inflatable hammers. Such a great scene. Unbeknownst to Maxie, Robert <laughs> Goulet, and his wife, they're, they get this thing like at an amusement park where you, yeah. how hard can you the hit? Ham- yeah, yeah, the uh, I, I don't know the what you call those. The- yeah. It's all about technique, by the way. It it's is. It's not a matter of strength. It's where you hit it. Anyway, because I've never hit it. <laughs> I've never yeah. dinged it. I've been like, yo, I'm strong. Check this out. <laughs> and I was like, boop. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> 30%. This part also. So this is happening. And he's, he's, I guess, improvising this. I don't know. Michael Keaton is. What? I, well, you said he improvises 90 of his line. Oh, yeah, of his yeah, line. yeah. And so his his inflated arms turn into big ass sledgehammers. Yeah. And he launches Maxie and his wife Sarah <laughs> up out the ceiling. Yes. To like, what I assume like, is certain death. Right. Yes, yeah. Like into outer space. <laughs> yes. Like they were on they were yes. gone. <laughs> yes. All the way. Straight up into the air. Yeah. Which no one like they're like, Well, they're gone. All right. Right. That's a wrap on that. <laughs> yes. Uh, he snaps his fingers, and Barbara and Adam collapse. Their nearly rotten ghost yeah. corpses fall to the yep. top of the table. They, oh, they, uh, they then exercise for one day. Yeah, yes. Um, and now 
Beetlejuice wants to marry Lydia. That was his. Oh, earlier the, yes, his requirement was, for helping her. That's what he. Uh, she had to say his name, but he also, if he's going to help the Maitlands, exchange, they had to get married. She has to marry him. Yeah, you're helping me. I'm helping you. Yeah, he's like think of it as a marriage of convenience. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And is she supposed to be fourteen in this? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. We know the writer was fifteen. Okay. So the character was like a young teen, yeah. a tween, if you will. Yeah. Gross. But that's Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is, a, is gross. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. There's He's, no. Yeah. Yeah. Fits right in with the whole yep. character. It's not. It's nice to have an '80s movie where I don't have. I don't feel like yeah. There's an a reprobate, like it's dirty, irre- but it's like an irredeemable character. You can just throw everything on because yeah. we're like we're not gonna. We're, we, there's no way to turn this around. It's just no. like, he's a shithead. <laughs> yes. End of story. So we can just say whatever we want. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, yeah, and there'll be no problem because that's what he is. So yeah, he uh, Beetlejuice wins the end. <laughs> he changes himself into a maroon tux. Cut back to. Lydia and her parents. He also gives Otho this terrible like leisure suit, which is oh, a, yeah. a nightmare for Otho. Otho is like running away, and he 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 he, he puts him in a bear hug. He's like, "Hey, where are you going? Hey, fat boy, where are you going?" <laughs> yes. He kisses him on the cheek. Yep. He jumps off and he runs, and then uh, Beetlejuice points at him, and a spotlight hits him. Yep. And he's like this very like chic '80s dude with a suit on. But he's a chic, fat '80s. Right, but I mean, but he's yeah. he's an artist. He's well dressed, dressed very, yeah. yeah. So then Beetlejuice hits him, and then his suit rips away, and it's like a leisure suit from the S- '70s, super like, tight. Oh! <laughs> and he runs yes. away. It's so funny. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so th- at that point. The the Dietzes are like Lydia, come join us, please. Right. Like we can hug hug this out together. And uh, the he he's like, oh, well, mom, pop. Is that what he says? We don't have to be hundred percent. He yes. he addresses them as his new parents because he's going to marry Lydia. He snaps his fingers. The fucking fireplace changes. An alien guy comes out. Right. He's now got a maroon tux on. You look back at Lydia, and she's got a bright red wedding dress yes. on. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic costume. And uh, But the Maitlands are, like, coming, too, now. They're recovering. Yes. They're, from, so they're not. This is where I felt relief as a kid, where I was like, oh, thank God. They're coming, right. coming out of this. And uh, Adam tries to say Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice snaps his fingers and his bottom jaw falls off, yeah. which I thought uh, not only was it a comeback, it was like, there's this very funny moment. Yeah. Where he goes, bit, and then his bit bottom jaw just, just falls, falls right off. off. Yeah. It's great. I enjoyed it. And why the parents haven't caught on yet that, like, saying Beetlejuice is. Right. It's a whole thing. Because Lydia tries to say it and he covers her mouth up. And then he does Delia says it, and, and like she, she zips her mouth closed. Barbara, Barbara, I mean, yeah. And he zips it close. Yep, she's and got a. This she unzips it, and goes Beetlejuice. That's so cool, though. And then throws the metal plate. Uh, Dink. Yep. Great. Yep. And that then Adam tries to say it again. He goes bit, and instead of his jaw falling off this time, just his set of teeth come out of his head. Yeah. And now. He can still speak with them, I guess. <laughs> and they're like, Beetlejuice is dancing around. Yeah. 
Adam's shattering teeth. Yeah. 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 And then Adam runs up to him as if to maybe tackle him or something. I like how Beatles used like dances through it too. Yes. Like dap dancing from the teeth. So good. And then he snaps his fingers and Adam is shrunk now into the model. And everybody wants to say Beetlejuice. And, you know, he's got Lydia saying, he covers her mouth and he's like, uh, I'm of sound mind. Sound mind and body. And I love this man. (laughs) And it's all Winona Ryder's voice. It's great. It's very fun. And uh, so Adam is in the model now and he gets into the truck that Beetlejuice was driving earlier, Uh which for some reason is a fully operational old fashioned pickup truck. Sure. Because that's, you know, ghost magic. I yes. assume Beetlejuice did that. Sure. I don't fucking know. Of course. Don't worry about it's it. It's a real... That's how nice the model is. That's how nice of a fucking model it is. <laughs> right. Everything is operational. Yeah. <laughs> Miniature mechanics. It all works. It all works. So they're about to say their I do's. Adam drives the truck full speed off of the model table. Does a little bounce. Quite, yeah, quite a shot too. Yeah, where it's clearly a tr- a little toy truck is falling off a table. Yes, <laughs> good effect. And he drives the truck right into Beetlejuice's foot. Why does the truck work? Whatever. He sends on fire, right? Yeah, on his foot. How, but wow. he is sent, then he sends Barbara. Barbara tries to say it again, and he sends Barbara to Saturn, where the where the sandworms are. Right. Um. Uh, and continue about to say the vows, and for some reason, Barbara figured out how to ride a sandworm, rides it through the ceiling, right onto Beetlejuice, straight down. Climax over. Yep. Beetlejuice is eaten by a sandworm. That's it. Beetlejuice loses the end. Correct. Uh, he goes on to star in his own 80s cartoon that we both enjoyed very that much. That we both enjoyed with <laughs> my Lydia. sister and I used to have this talk, Alex. Okay. It's about uh, Saved by the Bell uh-huh. versus Beetlejuice. Uh, and I just watched one episode of Beetlejuice on the DVD extras. <laughs> oh, oh, one of the episodes of the cartoon was on the DVD? Ooh, yes. nice. There's actually three of them. Oh, I have to enough. fire it up and we're done. I want to um, see that. So, Beetlejuice, there was an article written about how children shouldn't watch the Beetlejuice cartoon because it's so vulgar, and they should watch Saved by the Bell. What? Um, And my sister was like, dude. And I I was like, Saved by the Bell is fucked up. (laughs) Like, Zach Morris is a monster, and he gets away with everything. Yes, there's a a whole, there's a video series about that. Beetlejuice gets away with nothing. And he always has to pay the price for everything. It's true. <laughs> yes. And I just watched an episode. And I was like, that's accurate. Shit. Yeah. And he always looks stupid. And and like he, That's the whole point of the character yeah. at this point. He just can't get it all together. Yeah. Nope. Can't get his shit together. Like he's magic, but like he's fucking shit up all the time and he pays the price whenever he does. He's like the like, Mr. Magoo of yeah. uh, 90s cartoons. Just a thing I'd like to point out. So that was the climax. Beetlejuice gets eaten by a sandworm. Cut to Lydia getting out of an all-girls school, looking way less goth. Yeah, in the future. We're obviously in the future yeah. now. It's a, it's a quick cut. Yeah, she's lost the goth. She's back in school. She's doing good. She got good grades. 
So she rides her bike home. Uh, and for, I guess Adam gets to build his model on the main floor now. Like, where's the family living? Whatever. They've come to terms with everything. Yeah. And they got a new book. They had a, the the recently deceased press had to make a new book. Oh, that's about right. Living. Because the, they the rewrote the, the rules. Dead. Yeah. Um. And she gets home from school, and she's gotten she didn't get a good grade on her science test because she refused to dissect a frog. Right. And then they're like, "What about math?" Because uh, Adam and Barbara are her tutors, surrogate parents now. Yes, that do seem to be doing more of the job, and she likes them more than her actual parents. Because they couldn't have kids, and they adopted her because her stepmom was a real bitch, and her dad sucked. Yeah. So the ghosts. She's being parented by ghosts. How lucky are these parents at, at this point? Extremely lucky. Like they have two permanent ghost babysitters. Right. For eternity. <laughs> oh, yes. Because just like in Cocoon, you never you never get older and you never die. Yeah. You never get and they sick have to, and you never die. They have to live at the house for 125 years before they can move on to the afterlife. That's right. Well, we haven't mentioned that yet. So heads they did, up. They did say that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which I caught when I was watching. I'm like, oh, interesting detail. Yeah. So she joke and they're like, what? She implies that she got a bad grade on the math test. No, she got an A. <laughs> um but and he's like, Well, you got a C on the science test. Well, guess what? All she really wants is to get possessed and fly and sing a fucking right. Harry Belafonte song. And she does. Because if there's two things this family loves, it's ghosts and calypso music. So. Shake, 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 Sinora. Shake your body line. Work, 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 Sinora. Work it all the time. She's floating. And dancing. Also dancing kind of poorly. Yeah. Didn't you? I was like. Jump in the line. Work your body on time. Okay. I believe you. She's like dancing like this. Yeah, she's like. She's kind of waving her arms around. Yeah. Probably uncomfortable on some kind of rig. So like. Yeah. But it was very cute. Then the the football team goes show up behind her. Yeah, doing their backup dancing. Rolling their arms. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Then uh, cut to that afterlife waiting room. This is a very funny scene. It is. (laughs) So so great. He's sitting next to a. Cut in half, girl. Yeah, but only his le- her legs are on his left. Left, right. yeah. yeah. Her torso, and he starts right. feeling her up. Yeah, and then trying to look up her dog. skirt. Then trying to look up her skirt. Yeah. He's a fucking horn dog, and he gets slapped by the other half, who's on his other side. He's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't see you there." <laughs> he's like, "Is that a good?" <laughs> yeah, okay, Beetlejuice. So he moves, and then he sits be. In between a guy with a shrunken head. The shrunken head, head guy and the, and and the, the witch quote, doctor. Like, yeah, witch doctor. Exactly, yes. And he's like, that's great work. You do that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I make the head. How do you get that head so short? <laughs> so it's like that. And he looks, uh, he looks at his number and it's like seven it trillion. Dings. It dings and it's on three. Yeah, right. And he looks at his number and it is literally, like, it's like nine trillion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks at the voodoo doctor and he's, he's holding like number four. four. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
He's like, and then he that's what like, oh yeah, that's great working here. Oh yeah, look at that Elvis. Hey King, what's up? <laughs> and he grabs it and up. tosses this huge number onto the guy. But I gotta say, if it's between, <laughs> but really, I'm on Beetlejuice's side there. If it's between having to wait for nine nine trillion, that, was like, that would be uh, more than he. T- I mean, I don't know. I think he's like, oh, let's go. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, looks like I'm next. Oh, yep. And then the witch doctor takes out uh, like something from his bag and sprinkles magic dust. Hey, wait, wait a minute. His head shrinks. I think it's gonna look for me. Yeah. Very funny. Fun stuff, man. You know, I felt like we were jabbing all over the place, but the movie's over. It is. Childhood not ruined, but I definitely noticed a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was actually like I, I've I've not seen it in a while, uh, from start to finish. There's no rules in Beetlejuice. No, and I and I love it. Uh, yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with this movie. This is a great movie. Also, sometimes there's when a character that is so fun to see on screen is only on screen for a little while, it makes it that much more fun to see him. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, because it's supply and demand. Yeah. And then, like, every time, because, like, you don't see him at the beginning, and then you finally see him in that ad, and it's the ad is hilarious. Right. He's like, I got demons all up in me, all in me. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. And just this, there's so much effect from such a short period of time being on screen. Yeah. Good stuff. And so... So Beetle, let's see. So Beetlejuice that came out in '88. It was a huge hit. Let's see. I'm trying to look up money wise here. What so, so budget fifteen million. Fifteen million. That ain't shit. Holy shit! That that I is mean, shocking. What they pulled off for well, fifteen in million? How much did like Top Gun cost? Uh, like a hundred million. I don't know. No. Well, hold on. So, so the budget for this was fifteen. It made seventy-four. Jesus, it's a quite the turn on investment. If you adjust for inflation, would that that would be like a yeah, no, fifty like, million dollar movie right. making three hundred? Yeah, probably. It was extremely successful, and there were they were going to make a sequel and this become like a famous story at this point they were gonna so this movie did great better than they thought so they're like all right let's do a sequel a script was written and it was going to be uh beetlejuice uh goes hawaiian i have read this yes 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 <laughs> and and so the story was going to be uh uh jeffrey uh Barbara and Charles. Wait, wait. Delia? Delia and Charles? Who's Charles? Charles is the dad. Yeah, the, the dad and mom. Delia. Delia and Charles. Delia Dietz and Charles Dietz. No, Delia's Lydia. the girl. No, no, no. Lydia. Oh, you're right. Shit. <laughs> Who's Barbara? Barbara is Gina Davis. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. So anyways, the parents decide they're going to open a resort in Hawaii. Okay. And they build it on an ancient Indian burial ground, <laughs> which unleashes Beetlejuice and a bunch of other ghosts. 
and it ends with Beetlejuice winning a a surf contest via magic. <laughs> I mean, and uh, everyone was signed on for it. Oh, why would they not make? But this? then in the end, it didn't happen because I can't remember. Like a couple things ended up changing, and they just ended up not doing it. But like everyone signed up, like it was everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we'll totally do this." I think Michael Keaton to this day says Beetlejuice is his favorite character. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah, and they were and, and then a how couple, could it not be? A couple of years ago, they they were saying, "Oh, the new be- they're, they're we're going to do the sequel finally. It's in the works." But now, like, it's officially dead. Like, oh, I not. thought there was the new one. I thought they were talking about doing the whole thing in the afterlife. Yeah, they were. They had a whole thing going on. Plus, they, with, I mean, you could no. make Michael Keaton could literally with that makeup. Could well, you look, do it right he now? Could no look problem. Exactly. Yeah. The same. They wouldn't exactly. have to do anything no. like CGI or anything. No. Uh, such this movie is so good, and the char- the character is so good. It's amazing to me that they never. Got they never got a sequel made. This could have been they they could have made three or four of these no problem. Yeah, and they still haven't. Oh man, guys, you're leaving money on the table. Come on, jeez. Yeah, why wouldn't Tim Burton make something good, an original, (laughs) please? Yeah, go back to the well. You can do it, Beetlejuice. That's not even original, but like it's yours. No, it is. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah. We don't need Johnny Depp. We don't need uh, Helena Bottom Connor. We can just do. Johnny Depp is sinking movies these days. Not helping him. He is. He's old and weird. Yeah. That just happened like really fast, it seems like, but probably not. Well, he got divorced, and his wife, his ex-wife was like, oh, he's actually terrible, and everyone was like, okay, we're done. But there's, <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah. He seems just off the fucking wall. Like, doesn't understand how the world works because he's been so famous for so long i got to imagine when you're that rich and famous when you can just do whatever ridiculous whim like i like i what imagine it like hey me and my friends are going to here and we're going to do this like we're going to australia for the weekend yeah and we're going to go bring the barrel of cocaine yeah and we're going to do i mean it's yeah when there's no one to say no and Money is not an object, and you're like the number one celebrity in the world. Things would have to get pretty crazy. I mean, what are you gonna? Yeah. I'd like to think I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. I I don't think I. I mean, what would I do? I'd fucking watch my movies at home <laughs> with all my with my harem of prostitutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if you got all right, if you won the lottery right now, you're like uh, Tom McGrain, five hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, we already know what I'm I'm doing. What? I'm fucking financing a gigantic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Action comedy movies starring myself. Minimum budget, 200 mil. If I win $550 million, (laughs) the minimum budget is $200 million. Who's going to direct it? Oh, at this point? Yeah, right now. With 200, James Gunn, probably. Uh, Good choice. Yeah. Who is helping you write your script? Um, I'll have, you can help. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So it'll Um, be a winner for sure. Some peeps can help. You know, what about professionals? Some pros. I get the uh, the same dude, like the Lego Movie guys, the guys that they write everything. Hmm, I can't remember their names though. Probably those Cohen guys. Cohen Brothers. 
Oh, mother. <laughs> they don't let you. The Coen brothers will not let you improvise. You have to go by their script. Yeah, that's true. Word for word. But although I might prefer that. It's going to be my first time acting. <laughs> oh, man. We need to start a Patreon where we need to raise $200 million. <laughs> Dude, I do it. They made Joker for $50 million, and it's going to make a billion dollars. True. So yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to have that many special effects. <laughs> I love the idea of that. We'll get there. We'll keep doing this podcast. We'll get there. We'll have some, you know, our podcast is worldwide. We have people listening all over. And after I make that, 550 mil, my movie's going to cost 200 mil. Yep. Maybe, I guess, 100 mil on advertising. So 300. So then I'll give $250 million to charity and live whatever and live off whatever my movie makes. So you're you're basically. Even if I lose money, I don't care. But you're. And it will make money because people be like, "This fucking wacko won the lottery." So you're willing to basically movie. bet your entire future on yourself in this movie? Yeah. Even you... if it loses money, I'll still have millions of dollars. Even if it only, yeah, it won't fucking matter. I don't care. <laughs> like I care about losing on investments. I bought a Fiat, Alex. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Man, so now I think we just got a little bit of an insight to what it's like to be a Hollywood actor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where people are like, oh, you wouldn't take this money to do that. You wouldn't. It's like, no, we're out here trying to get money. Like, what are you doing with your life? People that can act really well, they'll make millions of dollars making shitty movies. They're like, yeah, I'm making millions of dollars. Yeah. Making, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, people that give them shit, like, what are you talking about? I heard... uh I haven't listened to WTF in a long time. And a few weeks ago, I was like, fuck, I haven't listened to WTF in a long time. <laughs> and I was like, which one should I listen to? And I was like, oh, Steven Dorff. He seems like a real douchebag. Ooh, I would, uh, Dude, I, I would love to hear that. He wasn't a douchebag at all. No? Like a he normal was, guy? Not normal, but like he was talking about all his fucking famous actor friends. But then he was like, he's like, yeah, like. I do shitty movies. He's like, turns out I like money. He's like, I yeah. like, and when I have it, it's, I spend it. That's exactly. <laughs> and yes. I was like, that's as honest as you can get. And he was talking about smoking cigarettes and drinking too it's much. And like, dude, it was great. It was honestly, I was like, this is very honest. And I thought I would think Steven Dorff was a total douche, and he wasn't at all. He just seemed like a as down to earth. That makes a lot of sense, and that's what I'm saying. Where people always want to shit on people about taking role like oh the money this and that and it's a stupid movie people please look <laughs> but there's some it's people, all business like, we're out samuel L. jackson money. doing capital one commercials i'm like do you is that necessary but it's also like that probably takes him 15 minutes and he gets oh, paid i'm sure he spends about an hour and a half a year working for capital <laughs> one and yes. makes 20 mil Ooh, yes yeah. like, a, like when you're a premier yeah. movie star to go in on a fucking credit card yeah. when you don't do anything else yeah. really that's that's in the yeah 20 yeah. plus mil yeah. i would think so yeah for nothing. of course, of and, course. Then, and then it's like i'd be why, crazy not to obviously why wouldn't you do right that? and then but and you then probably it, you probably wake up that day and go fuck right like i don't i just want to sleep go in the fucking, i gotta put a suit <laughs> yeah. on and be like what's in your wallet <laughs> <laughs> yes go make 20 million dollars 
Yeah. Uh, one of these days. Yeah. Fuck. Almost. We're almost there. <laughs> we're halfway there, probably. Halfway. One one hundred thousandth of the way there. That math? No, nope, probably not quite. Pretty close. Probably less than that. <laughs> All right. All right. So. Um, we rebooted No Sleep, so check that out. The other podcast we do. It's true. Look we for have it wherever do. podcasts are available. Yeah. Um, Beetlejuice did not ruin my childhood. I, uh, I'm going to be honest here. Yeah. I knew it wouldn't. <laughs> right. Right. No. Uh, this is a great movie. It's fun. It, this holds up. I can't. I hope someday they do something else with this. I mean, for all of the movies that they reboot and remake and the, all the intellectual property that they try and run through another ringer. Especially with Michael the Keaton going The fact that they've done the... nothing but one singular Beetlejuice movie yeah. and then the then the, and then the weird cartoon for a couple of years and then that's it is sort of astonishing at this point. Yes. I mean, talking about leaving money on the table. They it, they could uh, all right. I'm gonna, let's let's Plus harass Michael Keaton. Let's harass Michael Keaton online in the middle this. of his Come on. his uh, would you say a decade long comeback? Because he's been he was in comeback. some Well, he, he uh, was, I mean currently. Yeah. 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 Because he was in like Herbie fully loaded playing the dad. Like that was not a good thing. <laughs> I wouldn't call that part of the comeback. No. That's what I'm saying. Like there. There was a while where he wasn't doing much, and then he's like Oscar nominated again right. with Birdman and yes. Spider Man and fucking uh, the Founder and all that shit. Right? Yeah, he's on a, a He's on a big time yeah. old man upswing right now. Yes. Yeah. First, did he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't win anything. No, I was everyone trying. thought he was going to win for Birdman, and then yeah. I think I don't know who. No, won. I feel like he won for some. I feel like I. Why do I have a memory of him on stage giving an acceptance? For the founder, did he win like a Golden Globe or something? Maybe, maybe he did. He might have won a Golden Globe for Birdman. Yeah, I think so. Yes, because I feel like everybody. I feel yes. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. but uh, to be honest, as a cinephile, oh gross! I used to call. Are you on some sort of list? <laughs> me and Jeffrey Jones. Me, <laughs> me, me, and Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones and me gotta, gotta be, be a pedophile. Oh, come on, Alex. Jeffrey Jones and me. Um, <laughs> um but uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck about award shows. I used to really like them, and now I. Oh, I love watching them always. I watch them, but the actual awards themselves feel like so, it's so pre, it's like all about how you market your movie and market yourself after the movie. Yeah, if you learn anything about it at all, you understand that like, it's all based on campaigns that that the studios put on for their movies, like Oscar campaigns, which means advertising and different trade publications and commercials and things like that to like push it yep it's not like people just come to their own con- like the the voters don't come to their own conclusions like oh i saw this and i like that yep it's based on what was basically bought by robert studios. downey jr 
recused himself from being nominated for Best Actor for uh, Endgame. Really? Yeah. Because I think it would have been one where they would be like, well, this is when we finally give the Marvel Universe its award. The end of this, the biggest movie ever, the very end, we'll give Robert Downey Jr. Best Actor because he fucking dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, he I did. He, did, re- he they did. Himself. He, he I did. Mean, he did. Yeah. I mean, why would he do that? I think he just felt like it was a cheat, and he didn't want it. Basically, I think he, I imagine it's sort of like. Uh, I mean, he earned it. That's when what I'm Denzel saying. Washington won for Training Day, and not for any n- number of other things. Yeah, should have. Yeah. H- how is it like that? Um, he didn't win. So he's but he did he win should... for Training Day. No, no, no. Robert Downey Jr. has not won. No, but he got. Yeah, that's true. So he's. But that's when that when Denzel win. finally won. It was like this is like a makeup, and I felt like that with a yes. lot of people, like Jeff Bridges and Crazy Heart, where they're like, "This oh, yeah, was happens good all the time." Where they're, they're like, like, "It's so and so's like time." Yes, to exactly. win they, exactly. Right, and I feel like he was like, "Eh, something else, maybe." I don't know. I can't speak for him. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. He's got a thing going on. Got some 14-year-olds in the basement. Gonna take some photos. Don't worry about it, kids. I got some money for you. Mm. So Jeffrey Jones must be in like federal prison somewhere right now. He's still alive. And he is in prison. All right, Beetlejuice. All right. Well, I canceled myself a couple times at the end there. Yeah. Well, that that means we did a good podcast. It does. You know? We got a. We gotta go where the podcast takes us. We're not. We're look. We're not in charge of this podcast. The podcast is in charge of itself. The podcast takes us where it demands to go. So don't be mad at us. Okay. Be mad at the podcast itself. (laughs) Okay. Be mad at these microphones. Um. Are we done? I think we're done. I think we're done. What's uh? What's your name? Let me check here real quick. <laughs> uh, look here. Driver's license says uh, Alex Carter. Alex Carter. Uh, I'm Tom McGrain. Hey, what's the name of our podcast? Let's ruin our childhood, guys. Let's ruin our childhood. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Daylight come and me won't go home. Work all night and I drink a rum. Daylight come and me won't go home. Stack banana till the morning come. Daylight come and me won't go home. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. Daylight
Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. 